Welcome to The Extra, the show that connects you with the issues, topics, and people that are important to you. And today's show, we're going to focus exclusively on small businesses, their ownership, their staff, their challenges, their successes, their paths forward. With Small Business Saturday quickly approaching, the Better Business Bureau thought it was important to share some information with our beloved small business owners in the community that you're not alone. There are those who support you. And we also want to encourage those listening that small business owners need your help. They would like you to shop locally and show your support that way this holiday season so that it helps them weather the more bleak months ahead because we know uh, spending drops once we get past the holidays. So joining us today, we're so pleased to have with us Jonathan Liebert, CEO and Executive Director of Better Business Bureau of Southern Colorado. Welcome to the show, Jonathan. Good morning. Thanks for having us. Good morning. And Paul Myers Bennett, Vice President of Marketing at the BBB. Paul, welcome to the show. Good morning, Shannon. Great to be here. Well, good to have you. And we're going to start with you, Paul. I hope that's okay. I'd like to ask you about uh, marketing on a small business budget, because we know that's vastly different than if you uh, are able to afford the marketing of, say, a McDonald's or a Walmart. And it really is important for you to stand out. Tell us about that, how the Better Business Bureau supports those efforts. You bet, Shannon. Yes, and we often hear from small business owners here in Southern Colorado that it's it's difficult to find the money and to uh, make impact through bud through marketing on a very small budget. And so we all know that it is necessary, like you said, to budget to budget and also to uh, to spend money in marketing just to make sure that you are seen, your product services are out there. And the good news is that you don't need a huge budget to market your small business successfully. So we've got seven inexpensive ways to reach your consumers here in Southern Colorado on a budget. The first one is to use online marketing tools. So small businesses can leverage free marketing opportunities uh, provided by search engines. Uh, For example, this would be like creating a profile on search engines so your business will rank in the top when using, when when a consumer uses the words near me or queries. Um, With optimization strategies like geo-targeting or search engine optimization, which often we refer to as SEO, local businesses can appear at the top of search engine results without spending any money at all. So it's list your business. Here uh, at BBB, you want to make sure to uh, list your business for free on BBB.org, even if you're not an accredited business. So by doing that, search engines will make it simple for consumers to find the businesses nearest to them that provide the goods or services that they seek. So it's very important to do that. The second way is use email marketing for information and promotional advertisers. So email marketing drives worthwhile returns on investment. We found that for every dollar spent, businesses earn an average of $36 from email marketing efforts. So what that would mean would be it's it's pocket-friendly, and you want to do a few things when sending out your emails from your small business. So here are some here are some useful tips that you could use. One, online users are information centric, so capture their information with information with information that uh, is relevant to them. Second, send frequent promotional and sales emails to entice your subscribers to purchase what you're selling. Maintain a consistent schedule. You can deliver emails weekly or daily. Um, 
you know, depending on your market, you want may want to uh, uh, limit it to weekly so you don't drive some consumers away, but uh, consider both. And then keep your emails consistent and succinct. So be straight and uh, be straight and right to the point on what you're what you're wanting your consumer to see. The third is cultivate sustainable practices. So one way to raise local brand awareness is by positive contributing to your community. So some examples of what this might look like for your business is get involved with your local government or environmental volunteer work. Mobilize the community and your staff to participate in things like recycling projects. And then donate or participate in community causes such as raising funds for an organization, that positively impacts your local community. Yeah. So that's a big one right now is you want to tell your consumers that you care about your community and, and show them what you as an organization are doing. You know, I see I see uh, postings like whether it's Facebook or LinkedIn or what have you, and and it'll be a small article, but it's about it's a self published article, but it's about the uh, you know some sort of collaboration between a company and uh, you know whether it's a cleanup effort at the creeks like Creek Week or something like that. I always click on it. That's something that interests me, and I think, like you said, it does uh, help. Uh, the public see a business more positively. All right, we have time for about one more before we have to take a break, and then we'll come back with the rest of your list. But go on, Paul. You bet, and I agree with you, Shannon. So the the last one I'll say before we go to the break is capitalize on the right social media platform. So, you know, uh, social media is a free way to reach a lot of consumers. However, different social media platforms reach different age brackets. So um, make sure to strategize on which is the best for you. Focus on the platforms your target audience frequents. Use social media sites that have distinct demographics requiring different marketing techniques. So look into what it's going to take to market, whether it's, you know, say, TikTok versus Facebook. Utilize the free analytics tool on social media platforms to understand the characteristics of your audience and then, you know, play into that. And then engage with your followers and subscribers to subscribers, sorry, to build brand awareness and loyalty. And then finally, just remain consistent in your posting. So as long as they see you there on a regular basis, uh, you'll have that free free network using social media. That's really key. Definitely. All right. We need to take a short break. When we come back, we are talking small businesses, how to support them, what they should uh, be looking for when they're trying to build maybe a a marketing plan on a budget and uh, those tips and much more when we continue with the extra after these messages. Welcome back to The Extra, and today our focus on small businesses, their ownership, their challenges, their staff, how they lead, how they succeed. And uh, joining us right now, uh, as he's been continuing his conversation, Paul Myers-Bennett, Vice President of Marketing for the Better Business Bureau of Southern Colorado, talking about uh, some great ways to really optimize marketing uh, opportunities and ways to reach consumers when you don't have the big budget of maybe some of those bigger businesses like the McDonald's across the street. All right, so you were telling us, how can people capitalize on some of these opportunities? You bet, Shannon. So the, so I was giving seven, and I've just got three more. And so the, the next one on our list is prioritize mobile marketing. So research shows that worldwide mobile ad spending will grow to 4 
$494 billion by 2024, so just around the corner. And the rise of this mobile smartphones is, is of course, driving this trend. And there are several inexpensive ways to market your business uh, using the, the mobile uh, device in, that's in your hand. Some of these include optimize your website for mobile devices to ensure quick response time. So, you know, again, it's probably more important that your that your website looks great on a phone than it does even on a on a computer. Use free tools to create mobile videos for marketing. Most tools have integrated features that simplify the creative process. Use stories on social media platforms to generate user traffic. And then you can even send out uh, SMN, so text offers. Uh, to folks that are that are in your in your network that want to receive um, whatever your newest whatever your newest product is. Finally, or I guess there's two more. Use traditional advertising methods. So this one would include you know the the methods that are tried and true in our community that we've had for decades. Uh, that would include advertise on a local billboard. So if you know that uh, you have a brick and mortar location and you could get some folks in by them seeing a big sign and advertise there. Include loyalty programs to retain clients. Try sponsorships to raise brand awareness uh, and perceived brand value. Network at real life events in the community. So at Better Business Bureau, we do Buzz with the Bees every other month. It'd be something to, to attend and just uh, shake hands with other small business owners. Hand out flyers, business cards, pamphlets or participate in local events to increase your network size. I think since we're, you know, on the radio at KRDO, you know, advertising on your local station is say. also a good way <laughs> to reach, you know, the, the, your consumers that, that you want to have in your location or online purchasing your stuff. As many times as, uh, you know, sometimes over the decades, radio has been written off. I mean, back in the 70s, oh, radio, it's all going to TV. I mean, you know, there's a reason why you, our listeners, are out there listening to us right now. Uh, You uh, enjoy, whether it's you're in your car and you're enjoying listening to the radio that way, or maybe you're sitting at a place and and you're allowed to put the radio on but can't put the TV on. I mean, there is a reason why uh, radio is a great way to to reach people. And like you said, it's a way to do it on a lower budget, perhaps. All right. Finally, the final tip. With the podcast. Yeah. The final one is uh, to form strategic partnerships. So you can also promote your small business by partnering with businesses that provide complimentary, complimentary products or services. And this can make it easier for locals to fulfill their purchasing requirements. You can better a package deal by um, combining services. And if you pursue this strategy, just make sure that you are partnering with companies that share the same values as you. Um, an example of this might be part- partnering with a reputable organization like the Better Business Bureau, and it will strengthen your reputation by getting accredited with BBB. Consumers know that your business is trustworthy. So consider that. And those are seven hints. And um, thank you, Shannon. I love it. I love it. And and Jonathan, let's bring you in here uh, because I, when it when you're talking about some of these marketing ideas, uh, is do you agree with all of them? And, and do you have any more ideas out there? Well, I think that, you know, the, the big thing on a lot of people's minds right now is, you know, obviously with inflation and everything being really expensive, it really is a matter of, well, I want to make sure that I achieve growth, but how do I make sure that I'm, you know, watching my, my, my expense? And so the, just the cost has gone up significantly. And so I think that's the number one thing that I hear from a lot of small businesses other than, you know, I need, I need, I need workforce. People aren't working, it seems. 
But, you know, how do I save money? And so with that, I think, you know, there's a couple different things to consider of, you know, obviously looking for the different ways to raise capital. There's just a, a lot of different new programs and things out there. There's different ways of, of getting some, some money. There are some um, government or some state or some even some local county types of programs um, like um, Survive and Thrive that, that helps, you know, owners, you know, get some money in. And actually, I think they're taking uh, right now, they're taking applications for this program and they'll select who gets those loans at the end of um, November. Um, another thing is just working with new vendor, vendors, um, just constantly evaluating your vendors and those relationships that you want and make sure that you're paying attention to those. I think most people are doing that for sure, but um, you know, vendors and uh, in, in finding one that is a good fit for you is also something good to think about. And you know, as Paul mentioned already, you know, just streamlining your marketing methods, analyzing the effectiveness of your strategy. Uh, if you're just spending money and you don't know if it's getting what you want, that's not a good way to do it. You need to make sure that it's doing the things that you want it to do and that you're paying attention to the metrics and the data that kind of go with that. So I think those are a couple things just to consider you know, right out of the gate. Well, Jonathan and Paul, we need to take a short break. When we come back, we'll talk more with Jonathan Liebert and Paul Myers-Bennett about how small businesses uh, can maybe uh, seize their destiny by the horns and uh, you know make a success of it, make a growth uh, part of their 2024, uh, at the same time realizing that maybe they don't have the same resources, so getting creative about uh, tapping into the resources that are available. We'll have more on that when the extra continues. You're listening to KRDO News Radio. And we're back with the extra and our guests today, Jonathan Liebert and Paul Myers Bennett from the Better Business Bureau of Southern Colorado. And as we continue our discussion focused on small businesses, let's talk to Jonathan about maybe some strategies for businesses uh, when it comes to uh, maximizing uh, what they can do with their uh, budgets that they have. Tell us, Jonathan, you have some ideas on that. Yeah, absolutely. And I think this goes for small business owners. And quite honestly, I think just as normal um, consumers, we can probably take advantage of these, you know, simple kind of uh, tips and tricks as well. So again, everybody is aware that money is, uh, or, or rather, I should say that inflation is happening and things are a bit more expensive. So we just need to make sure that we're watching those dollars uh, carefully. One of the things to consider for businesses and individuals is just to schedule your reoccurring payments um, the right way. So paying your bills early is absolutely responsible, and that's good. Get them out of the way. But, um, you know, you might be leaving some money on the table. So unless you receive, like, a discount for an early payment, um, maybe it's better for you to kind of hold on to that money in that account, and that way you pay your bills when they're due. And so that way you can kind of keep some cash and make sure that you're, you're, you're paying attention to that. So pay attention, attention to those bills and when they're, the times and the scenarios are done. So that's one thing to think about. Um, using outsourcing to kind of help you with you know, certain types of things, right? I think that's something that a lot of businesses are thinking through too is, you know, is it cheaper? Is it better? Is it more efficient to hire somebody to come in and take a, a, a particular task? So it might not be an entire position. It might be part of a decision to, to have somebody take over a position or part of a position or just a specific recurring item, and it might actually be uh, cheaper that way. So that could be hiring like a graphic designer, an advertiser that you could hire to do individual tasks or just kind of outsourcing different functions like accounting, human resources, or, or, or other things. And that might just kind of help you out. Um, saving money on your credit card and your bank accounts is also something to think about. 
um, credit cards and bank accounts are going to have lots of different attractive rates and benefits. And so they, they're, they're perks, right? And so just as a regular consumer, you're going to look for perks when you're, when you're signing up for a new program or a new card. It could be cash back, airline miles, reduced interest rates, rewards for maintaining a balance. So pay attention to that. Pay attention to the, you know, the, the, the fine print, but also look for businesses that are out there trying to get your business by offering these new incentives. There, there's some really good stuff out there that people can take advantage of, and you'll be able to save some money as you pay attention to these different types of things. And then the last one is just getting creative and learn from just other businesses. Um, there are just uh, some things that we mentioned today on the call are just the tip of the iceberg. There's a lot of other great ways to cut expenses and pay attention to the stuff. Um, talk to people. There's a lot of great networking groups here in town. There's a lot of other good organizations that focus on helping businesses focus on these types of things. And you know, implement strategies, different strategies. But in order to kind of get a good idea of what's out there, what's working, uh, you got to do your research. But in, in a lot of cases, it's easier just to talk to people and just see what they're doing or talk to other business associations and ask what they're recommending to the people that they serve, what they do. So Again, something to think about for everybody. Um, and again, this is just something that you're going to have to kind of do some some maintenance on. Just do some work to really make sure that you're getting the biggest bang for your buck, but also making sure that you're saving the most money and pay attention to those deals and things that are happening out there in the marketplace. And Jonathan, I'm imagining the BBB's networking events that they hold probably are great opportunities to maybe uh, uh, collaborate or at least listen to or exchange ideas with people that are maybe facing the same challenges. Absolutely. We just had uh, our Buzz of the Bees event um, just this past uh, yesterday, actually. And so we do that uh, every other month or so. So we have networking events where people can come and just do a traditional networking event. We also have classes. We have educational classes. They're free um, to the public and obviously free to our accredited businesses on a variety of different topics and subjects to make sure that they can learn about what's going on in the marketplace and how they can pay attention to some opportunities that might come their way. Love it. Love it. All right. Well, Paul, let's uh, circle back to you. Uh, one thing that uh, we hear over and over again is, uh, especially in this business climate, is retaining employees. So how can you build a company culture that is, I guess, faithful to its employees, to uh, empowering them and things like that? That's right. Um, so, you know, you know, your team is talented, but oddly, they're just not meeting the goals. And so maybe their hearts aren't in it, or maybe it's the season where they're just being, uh, they're a little fatigued or getting ready for the holidays, but still the numbers are down and something's missing. So as a knowledgeable business owner, you need to take some steps to consider your organization's moving parts and their most, your most important moving part is your employees. So you need to check, does your company culture support success? So by fostering this company culture of success and encouraging employees empowerment it should be critical for any small business um, for starters it could lift the spirits all around but for your business a positive culture could actually boost your productivity it could lower recruitment recruitment costs and it could increase your employment loyalty um, so what does that all amount to well empowering employees uh, has your business running at full speed and so we've got a couple ideas on how you can do this so number one build people to uh, build business. So positive, positive company culture, again, is your passport to a positive personnel development. Ongoing recruitment efforts are expensive and they really are a drag on your company's resources. So if you're always looking for new talent, um, 
you're going to be wasting some money. According to the United States Department of Labor, around 24% of American workers have held their current position for 12 months or less. So almost a quarter of the American workforce has held their positions for 12 months or less. And this number dropped sharply to between 5 to 6% for two to three years of employees. And then uh, past the three-year mark, it, it stays a little bit more, more um, balanced. So you also want to build a culture that builds your team. Culture building starts on day one. So ask the question, does your culture show up in your onboarding program? Most employees know whether they're willing to make a long-term commitment to a position within the first six months of their employment. And as such, a careful planning of the onboarding program takes advantage uh, of this time to connect and develop new employees. The goal within that first six-month time frame is for a new employee to feel fully onboarded and uh, part of the company's cultures, uh, including their goals and ambitions. LinkedIn Talent Solutions data points to companies retain 91% of new employees when formal onboarding programs are in place. So make sure to spend the time when you do get a new employee to uh, bring them into the company culture and, and educate them. Trust, push, and support your employees. It's important to recognize that your development approach should, if possible, be tailored to your employees. According to a 2015 article in the Harvard Business Review, a highly structured and one-size-fits-all learning programs, they just don't work. And so in, individuals must own, self-direct, and control their learning uh, futures. Yet, they can't do it alone. They need some help from, uh, from management. So it's important to focus on the kind of learning that aligns both to your organization and to the employee. When the goals of your employees are met and they're in sync, it's a, it's a double win. They're more likely to one, stick around for the company and two, they're gonna add value. They're going to uh, fulfill more leads and, and do a better job for you. Finally, empower your employees to get results. There are, there's a lot of love when a company's culture, worker satisfaction, and, and staff development are all gelling together. Uh, the work you put in can pay off in countless ways, but here's a few ways they pay off. One, they build loyalty. When an employee feels like they have some skin in the game, they understand the company's success and their budgets help them. They build a, they build a company culture that encourages loyalty and your employees will thrive. The personal touch, people respond well when someone takes genuine interest in their future and their judgment. Extend this back to human nature and, and just treat people as people. Employee retention, talented people rarely like to rest on their laurels. They tend to pursue meaningful opportunities for career advancement when they arrive. Employees likely are to shine uh, when they have the ability to to succeed. So in short, empower your employees to begin by understanding their worth, respecting their expertise, and giving them the broadest possible field uh, to develop all of their talents. Some great ideas there, Paul. Uh, this is fantastic information uh, for anyone out there who's managing or uh, owning a small business. Uh, we know that uh, if you are empowering your employees and your employees are listening to this, hopefully they're taking some of these ideas back to the boss in a small business. That's where it's nice to have that kind of open communication. We need to take a short break here, gentlemen, when we come back more on the BBB and focusing on small businesses. 
We're back with the extra and our guests from the Better Business Bureau of Southern Colorado talking about some ways for small businesses to get ahead, like empowering employees to get results, trusting those employees, building a culture that builds your team and uh, building people to build business. So much that we can gain from that when it comes to small businesses. And now I'd like to bring in Jonathan Liebert, who spoke to us a little bit earlier. And Jonathan, let's talk about Small Business Saturday, because that's what we are leading up to, how the rest of us can support those small businesses. That's right. Let's talk about some some fun stuff, right? Let's talk about shopping. <laughs> talk about uh, buying buying some stuff and supporting your community at the same time. Yeah, so just a little bit of history about Small Business Saturday for folks who don't know. Um, this is after the big Black Friday sales deals that are there. And the whole idea of this Small Business Saturday is to check out small, local, and independent businesses in our area by participating in a Small Business Saturday. And this is just a day to help celebrate small business and all they do for our community. What's really cool about our community, though, is that this community really steps up and supports small businesses. We've seen it before the pandemic. We definitely saw it during the pandemic and continue to hear from people in the small business community that say that this community really kind of puts their money where their mouth is and really supports the work that they do. And so they they need your help. They need your support. And definitely during the holiday seasons, they're going to need your support. So this has been around since about 210. It was actually created by American Express just to kind of help small businesses out. And again, as I mentioned, it's after that Black Friday time frame. So this is the perfect time for you to go in and shop. Um, the Downtown Partnership Association has done a lot of cool things, a lot of cool deals. There's fun festivities downtown. Um, that's where a lot of the action will happen. But there's small businesses all over the um, United States. Um, this is the number one type of business that's just around in general. So they just want you to show up, come support your business, and just shop locally. You can do that in person. You can do that online, but either way, it's just good to know that this benefits your local economy and has a positive impact on the community at large. Because when you buy local, more of the money that you spend stays here in our local community versus if you buy it from a chain, it kind of disappears. And the, the rule of thumb about that is about you know uh, seven, $7 out of every 10 you spend will stay here if you buy local. You can also find really cool, unique, personalized gifts that have a personal touch, locally sourced. Um, you know, a little bit different, very unique, and some some fun small facts just to kind of know to know about from our local downtown partnership is that over 90% of downtown Colorado Springs businesses are locally owned by your friends and neighbors. So again, you're helping to support your community directly with 90% of that support being owned locally. Uh, I mentioned this already a little bit when you talk about you know spending $100 locally. $70 stays in your community, so that's 7 to, to 10 ratio. It helps create jobs. It provides taxes to support local infrastructure. It helps with schools, public safety. So when you spend $100 at a chain, um, at about 60% of that, uh, 60, I'm sorry, $60 of the 100 that you spend leaves the community. So it does make a big impact, and a lot of people don't really realize that their money does stay here locally. It helps the local uh, ecosystem, which is awesome. Indeed it is. And and there are ways that we can share why we're doing it and and how we're doing it supporting businesses. Uh, what would you suggest? So a couple things. I would say, you know, just get involved, participate. There's a lot of these special events, as I mentioned. Downtown Partnership does a great job. There's a, a lot of coupons and benefits you can get. Um, and, and so just participate. You know, do, some, do some homework on, on, the, on the Internet to see what's going on. Research those shops that are near to you. Um, see what they're doing. Um, you can obviously read online reviews at bbb.org and learn what shops are participating by going to another website called Shop Small. 
Um, connect to these businesses on social media. A lot of them are going to advertise their sales via social media. Use the hashtag shop small to search for information and share activities. And when you're going out there to shop from them, post it on your social media channels as well. Business owners would love that. It helps them out. It's fun, and it's just a great way to engage in your community. Um, we also like to tell people to invite your friends and family. Tell them to participate. Um, do something together. Visit your local stores or find new ones. A lot of people will do the shop Saturday uh, thing once a year and, and, and tell us at BBB that they just find so many new businesses that they just didn't know existed. Um, it's also a great time to get out ahead of the holiday shopping, right? So go out there and support a local business. Get some holiday shopping done. Go have some fun. And again, the other thing to remember too is like, you know, while you're out there shopping, um, you can eat at local restaurants as well. So this is a benefit for the local businesses as well as the retailers. So think about that too, the independently owned restaurants and bakeries and coffee shops. I'd love to, to have you come in and they could really use your help and, you know, really make sure that you're taking advantage of, of, of all these good things in your community. Look for that B2B accreditation seal, that sign of a better business to shop confidently on Small Business Saturday. And again, we want to make sure that we're promoting trusted businesses. And again, you've got a lot of great business owners here in town. They're doing good things. Make sure you avoid those scams and whatnot. So go to trusted sites like BBB or the Downtown Partnership. But you know, again, the other thing you can do, as I said, is you're out there having fun. Make sure that you're sharing that experience. Take that selfie. Share it on social <laughs> media. Hashtag BBB. Hashtag shop small. Tell the world you're a big fan of small business, right? Um, leave reviews on BBB.org. Just help these local businesses. Um, and they, they, again, they need your help. You're, you're helping them. You're helping um, this, this community. And there's a lot of wonderful people out there doing some really great things that are small business owners. I love it. And, and so Small Business Saturday is November 25th. Is BBB doing anything special on that day? So typically, we will partner up with other organizations like the SBDC, the Small Business Development Center. Uh, we'll team up with the Downtown Partnership. Um, there's some cool stuff that we'll be supporting on November 25th from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. at Acacia Park. There's free things while supplies last. That Ooh. includes your Downtown Holiday Coupon Book. That's It's really great. Um, Downtown Partnership does a great job with this coupon book to get you to go and explore and get some great deals. Um, there's a, a shop small uh, shopping tote that they'll give, and there's limited edition downtown stickers. They do some cool stickers every year. So you can get some cool merch, some free stuff. It's not bad, right? And also help to support your local favorite uh, businesses. And so this is where organizations in our town team up to support small businesses. I think that's what's great about what we do. We like to work together. We like to partner with each other and promote these small businesses because they're doing a lot of good things in our community. And again, as we mentioned, that money stays here locally and helps support things that we all care about. Mm. And for more information on this, go to BBB.org, right, Jonathan? That's correct. And you can also go to downtowncos.com, events uh, slash Small Business Saturday. So there's a couple different things out there. This is a nationwide event, but we here in Colorado Springs do some really cool things as well. So we hope people will go out there and support. Fantastic. We'll make sure that we get those links up on our podcast page. To our guest today, Jonathan Liebert, who's the uh, CEO of Better Business Bureau of Southern Colorado, as well as Executive Director, and Paul Myers-Bennett, Vice President of Marketing. Thank you, gentlemen, both for joining us here on The Extra today to show your support for small businesses. Thank you, Thank Shannon. Thank you so much. And to our listeners, thank you. And if you are a small business owner, tip of the hat to you. You're doing a great job keeping our community vital and energetic. Thanks for listening here on The Extra. Tom Martino is up after the break. Have a great day.